Backs him down. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning. Fading shot. Up. Good for Giannis at the buzzer. Bucks win it. Welcome to Locked On Bucks. I'm your host, Kane Pittman, here with a special guest today that I'm very excited to have on board. He is very well known in the Milwaukee community for all the work he does, including being a professor of pediatrics at the Medical College of Wisconsin. He works with children uh, with cancer that need bone marrow transplants. Dr. Dave, you are as well known for your work as you are for your Bucks fandom. Uh, this is fun to have you on board here. It's wonderful to be on a uh podcast with Kane. Um, uh, the fact that he had Char- George Carl on last week and now me, I, I, I'm a little worried about uh, managing those expectations, but uh, I, I am honored. Yeah. What's your, what's your thoughts on Ray Allen and George Carl? What, what secrets can you give from the 2001 season? That's, that's what you're here for, of course. Oh, those were just wonderful days. <laughs> um, I, um, I, I've never, you know, the energy of the arena when George Carl would walk into the, into the place it was just incredible. And, and that was so much fun. And, you know, Ray Allen, um, Ray Allen came to the, came to children's a lot, uh, back in the day. And, uh, he, he helped fuel the Dr. Dave fire because he would say, doc, they hear you. Keep yelling at the refs, keep yelling <laughs> at the refs. And, um, that of course would, would upset my wife and my dad and, and, uh, but I would, I would use it as, use that as an excuse. Ray said I needed to keep yelling. And, um, you know, if you found a sports illustrated from that magical playoff run, they actually ran a little sentence about the sign that the, um, kids in the Mac fund center made back in the day. And that said loud, like Lambo. Because back in the day, the Bradley Center was quiet when we started. And um, Lambeau Field at the time, you know, it was, it was a couple of years after uh, uh, Brett Favre's Super Bowl, uh, Reggie White's Super Bowl, the 96-97. And Lambeau was loud. And so we, we had the sign that the kids made, loud like Lambeau. And it made it Sports Illustrated. So that, that's, <laughs> those are my memories. And quite frankly, my, my dad passed away a couple of years ago. And, you know, I'm, Bucks fan because of my dad and my grandpa and um, those those were really wonder are wonderful memories and uh, that's what I remember about that team is going to the games with my dad and uh, and and that special bond that that team had with our community. So before I dive right in to your Bucks fandom and memories that you have from from watching this team, I do want to talk about your work a little bit right off the top. Obviously, right now. Uh, I mean, the work you do is always critical to to children, as, as we sort of mentioned off the top, particularly in, in the Milwaukee, Wisconsin area. But right now, it is an unprecedented time for those working in the medical uh, industry. Uh, how have things been for you? And, and what, what effect has this had in terms of precautions you have to take? What does day-to-day life look like for you right now? Well, uh, because you know, the entire hospital has made adjustments for the last six weeks to try to keep our patients safe 
and to try to keep our healthcare workers and uh, all the people who work at Children's Safe. And so um, a lot of that meant um, standing down a lot of elective procedures, um, standing down a lot of clinics, because we wanted to make sure we had enough personal protective equipment for everybody. And what's, what's sadly interesting is much of our hospital is quiet. Um, the exception to that rule is one of the few exceptions to that rule is our, is our oncology unit, our, our, our MAC fund center, uh, inpatient and outpatient units, because can, cancer doesn't stop for a viral infection. And at the end of the day, coronavirus is simply a viral infection. It happens to be a, um, a, a viral infection unlike we've, never, we, we've ever seen in, since 1918. Uh, and so uh, our unit is busy. It's sadly busy. You know, kids are being diagnosed with cancer, and, and, and instead of having a whole family there to support them, they're only allowed one or two parents. Yeah. Um, I've got kids who have bone marrow transplants. And they're, they're in the hospital for four to six weeks, and they can't see their siblings. And they, they uh, thank goodness for technology. There's a lot of FaceTiming going on. There's a lot of gaming going on. <laughs> um, uh, you know, we're all, everybody's adjusting. Um, uh, a lot of people catching up on Netflix and a lot of people um, on social media. But that human interaction, which is so vital to caring for patients is a little bit more challenging. Um, the key for us as healthcare workers has been the confidence in, in having PPE. And uh, all, the, all of the work that we've done is to try to protect our kids and ourselves. And so we, we now have, um, I, I now walk uh, in to work. Uh, once I, I, I change into scrubs when I come in the morning. Um, I put on safety goggles over my glasses and an N95 mask and, um, I go see the kids and, 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 uh, and then you take a break when you, we can, when you can social distance, you can put on a, a, not a regular mask, um, cause breathing in that N95 mask can be a challenge. Yeah. And then we're still just doing medicine. We're still doing rounds. We're still, um, taking care of the patients. We're still holding hands when we can. And, um, we're, we're still getting kids in and we're getting kids out, but it's different. It is different. So how can we right now, if, if we're listening to this podcast and we, we both have the means to and, and uh, are willing to help out and wanting to help out, uh, from your perspective, from the work that you're doing, I know that you obviously do great work and have a great connection with the Mac Fund, which also is tied in and always has been for, with the Milwaukee Bucks. So uh, where can we donate? Where can we help out right now? Um, you can always donate locally to whatever charity you want. Um, the, the charities that I love and support include um, the MAC Fund, macfund.org, um, Children's Wisconsin, uh, Medical College of Wisconsin. And then the other, the other one is um, the Ronald McDonald House of Southeastern Wisconsin, because that's where you know, our, our bone marrow transplant families stay um, after um, during a, a bone marrow transplant for six or eight weeks or whatever it is. And so if they're from out of state or live farther away. And so I think there's so many good philanthropies. Um, and yeah, I, I, we appreciate anything and, and donating to a local food bank is also very inspirational. So 
it, it's all, all good all around. And um, the Mac Fund has been supporting, you know, our work for over 40 years. Well, uh, I know I, I don't live in Milwaukee. I'm not in Milwaukee right now, but I claim myself to be a somewhat of a local. And uh, I know <laughs> everyone appreciates the work you do. You're doing a great job. So we, we, thank, we you. thank you for, for sticking with it through all this. We know obviously you always would and, and always want to, but uh, you're still doing a great job. I do want to get to the Buck stuff and I want to start at how this season ended for the Bucks, because you were in Phoenix and you were on TV and there was a lot of Bucks fans. <laughs> there, was yes. a lot of, there was a lot of Bucks fans at that game. So first of all, I want to know, what was that trip about? Was that work? Were you going out to see some spring training? What was happening? And then it, secondly, it, was, it, it was a little bit of both. It was a little work and a little bit of fun. Um, when the schedule came out, um, when the schedule came out, uh, we usually go that week on vacation and, and I looked at my wife and said, you know, Los Angeles followed by Phoenix. We've always wanted to go to Phoenix because <laughs> uh, my wife's got uh, some friends there and I've got some friends there. And um, I knew the Lakers would be great with LeBron uh, and Anthony Davis. And so we called the audible and instead of going to Florida to visit my mom, we went to um, uh, LA and Phoenix. And so uh, I threw a little, uh, little work in there too. Um, not much, just a little. And, um, uh, it, it, it was, it was going to be great. It, it was, it was marred by coronavirus. And as the yeah. week, as the week progressed, as the week progressed, um, I, I, we, we wanted to get home and, you know, um, I actually was tested because I, I would not walk into the hospital after having been in LA as things started going and children's was just starting testing. So I wouldn't walk back in until, until I could get tested. Um, and, uh, it was, it was quite the experience, but the games in LA game in LA was fun. And the game in Phoenix, it was like a home crowd. Yeah. That's uh that Phoenix game was obviously another, which felt like all the bucks losses. Phoenix were hitting everything. Uh, Aaron Baines was knocking down oh trees from God. all over the place, but uh, the bucks oh made a big God. run. And remember this was, yes. Giannis. so you talk about stress from the coronavirus Bucks fans were stressed out about what was going on with the honest at the time. Oh yeah. And, and, and my seats at that game were like, five rows behind Giannis. I yelled really loud and, and, and Giannis, Giannis knows who I am. We've, we, we've communicated over, over the years. It's, it's been an honor watching him um, uh, mature, uh, both on the court and quite frankly, off the court. And what a great human, just what a great guy. And um, uh, we've a lot of hope there with the way he was walking. And then, you know, my my expectation would be he would be healed. Um, you know, we come back after April first. That's what you know. Everybody would ask my medical opinion. I said, guys, I'm not an <laughs> orthopedic surgeon, but if I was smart, I would bring him back around April first. Uh, and um, so seeing him there was great. The crowd was great. We, you know, I was able to do the arm wave because we were able to get people going. And then, you know, it was one of those games where, you know, this the you know, when somebody shoots 60% from three point land, they can beat us. <laughs> no question. And so I want to go right back to the start. Uh, you've been a Bucks fan for a long, long, long time. You, you spoke about uh, the, the bond that you had with your dad and being able to go to games together. Where did it all start for you in terms of going to Bucks games or watching Bucks games or listening, whatever it might've been. So, um, 
so I grew up, I, I'm very blessed. I'm third generation Milwaukee. And my grandfather um, ran a parking lot that was at Fourth and State called National Parking. And so he leased that land from the Milwaukee Journal. And it was not much of a business until the Bucks came to town in 1969, because then you could, you could turn over the parking lot at night with Bucks fans. And so my earliest memories of Bucks game, of the Bucks, were uh, Kareem and Oscar. Um, I've, I know McLaughlin well from the Mac Fund. I honestly don't remember John, and, and, and we've, we've laughed about that. But I remember Kareem and Oscar, and, and my grandfather parked Oscar Robertson's car, and Kareem parked right at the gas pumps with his silver Mercedes. And Oscar Robertson was the nicest guy. He let me drive in his, he, he drove me in his Jaguar, and the, the antenna went up and down. Um, and, Kareem doesn't remember me. I, I, I've been fortunate to meet Kareem later. And, and in my, my first memory of Kareem was I asked him for his autograph after a game. And uh, uh, he threw some pictures with uh, autographed pictures out from his car. And they, they fell into the snow. So I was a little disappointed by that. And I, I told him that um, many, many, many years later. And, and, and we sort of laughed about it. But he... Uh, I, I showed him a bunch of the pictures that I had accumulated as a kid and he was so touched by that. And so, um, I remember my parents taking us to the 1974 game seven that we lost. Um, I, I, rem I remember Dave Collins and Dave and John Havlicek beating us very depressing. Um, and I also remember they were just, it was, they just talked about it or ran it. The 70, was it 73 when 72, 72, I think when the, the, we, we beat the Lakers streak, the Lakers, Lakers have won 30 something games. And, and, and I remember being downtown for that game at the parking lot. And so those are my first memories with my dad and my grandfather. Um, and it's gone, it's, it's, it's gone further ever since. So that's a so th that's what I was curious about because uh, you have seen that era. Obviously, the Bucks were great. You 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 saw the '80s Bucks where they were great. You seen the 2001 Bucks, and now you've got this version. So, what's your favorite era of Bucks basketball? My favorite era of Bucks Bucks basketball. Well, um, I, I I'm going to have to give all the credit to Senator Cole. Um, the other the other part of this story is. My dad and Senator Cole grew up together um, on the west side of Milwaukee. Went to Washington High School together, went to University of Wisconsin together. And so when Senator Cole bought the team, the quid pro quo was my dad, my dad got some tickets, bought, bought tickets <laughs> to support his friend. So through the Herb Cole era, I was blessed with the greatest seats known to mankind to watch Charles Barkley, Michael Jordan, um, Patrick Ewing, uh, you name it, and Ray Allen, and, and, and all the Bucks. And so my and, – and, and Senator Cole would let would, – would, would have uh, some of our patients come to practice, and it was just magical. Um, but the teams – yeah, Senator Cole tried so hard in so many different ways to bring a championship here. 
And it, you, you look, it was not for lack of effort. He's, he opened his wallet. He opened his heart. Uh, and we just never got over the hump with the 2001 run being so, so magical. So I, I think the big three were, were the height of my, you know, my adult career. Um, Oscar Robertson and Kareem. I mean, I, I, I love that era of my growing up. Um, I remember the Miller beer commercial after they won the championship in 71. So I, I'm eight years old. And after they won the championship, I thought it was so cool that they said, Milwaukee, your team are NBA champions. It's Miller time. I've been waiting for that to be said <laughs> yeah. again for all that time. And so this year is our year. And the fact that a flipping virus is starting to impact that is, it is ironic for the guy that deals with viruses on a routine basis in his patients. But um, we're going to get through it. And Giannis is a blessing to our community and to our bucks. And so the fact that we have Giannis now and are building around Giannis is, um, you know, Chris Middleton is fantastic. All these guys are such good humans because I've had the opportunity to meet them and see them off the court. Um, this is, this, the, the term that uh, all these players use, whether it's Aaron Rodgers or somebody else, there's something special going on right now on this team and in this community. And so um, I, I have to say, living one day at a time right now, living for the present, this team right now is my favorite. But the Herb Cole era and that championship are special memories. You definitely knew this question was coming. I have to ask you about the Dr. Dave Wave. Uh, I know I, I, I've, I've seen you call it the claw. I stick with the Dr. Dave Wave. I mean, you've got your own. Yeah. You've got your own emoji. You can get it on Twitter. You can get it on Snapchat. Uh, this thing is uh, world renowned, and, and I'm curious to know. <laughs> I, I've seen that when you started, and it was just a thing. You're just trying to get the crowd fired up. You've already mentioned. Uh, Ray Allen was was telling you to, to to trying to fire you up and keep you going. So, at what point did you realize, hey, this is this is people recognize me for this? Well, <laughs> I um, it started happening. You know, the, the, I, I think for a while there it was, may have been a drinking game for people your age. Um, <laughs> whenever the Fox Sports Wisconsin guys would would, would show me uh, back in the Bradley Center, because the Bradley Center I was right on the aisle, and um, Danny Cole. Herb Cole's nephew had one of the great lines of all time. He said, Dave, you've got, you, you've got great seats, but you're a squad sixer at heart. And going back to uh, bogus squad six. And so, um, uh, you know, I don't know. I've, I've been doing that forever. And part of it was um, my dad would sit on my left. And so I wouldn't want to hurt my dad. I had the aisle on the right. So I would use my, my right arm and I wouldn't want to, you, you know, uh, I went to college at Indiana. I watched Bobby Knight's basketball teams. You always stood up on defense and yelled and, and tried to impact the game. And I couldn't get people at the Bradley Center to do it. So one arm was a respectful way to try to get people to go. To, <laughs> yeah, without obstructing anybody's view. I mean, I'm, I'm 
six one, two hundred something pounds. I don't want to obstruct everybody's views. I want to be a nice guy, but I want people to be loud. And so, um, and and then people for for a period of my career, people would recognize me as the doctor from Children's, and and um, you know, there's some nice media stories when I was younger, various um, you know, work that we would do with the back fund, and then. Uh, as the Bucks, you could tell the Bucks ratings were changing because people started recognizing me from the Bucks games um, more more so than just uh, the, the doctor thing. And and quite frankly, I I honestly think it's the contrast of taking care of kids with cancer and behaving like one of those kids at yeah. the games. So, so let me let me ask you this: Is this true or false? You saw Giannis in public one time, and he did, <laughs> he did the Dr. Dave wave to you. That is uh, very true. Um, <laughs> and it's one of those great moments in life. I have zero video evidence. <laughs> but I've got, I've got my mom, my mother-in-law, and one of my daughters as witnesses. And, and so we're out in the third ward as Mother's Day. So picked up both my mom and my mother-in-law, and we were taking them to Sweet Diner. And I'm, and I'm driving my, my wife's uh, um, SUV, and I'm trying to parallel park right, right in front of Sweet Diner because uh, I don't want them to walk very far, you know. And all of a sudden, this guy ye- is yelling, you got it, you got it. <laughs> it's Giannis with his, you know, huge wingspan doing the Dr. Dave wave. And he goes, uh, you support me, uh, you support me. So... I'm going to support you while you're parking the car. <laughs> <laughs> that that sounds like Giannis doing the Dr. Dave wave sounds like a public uh, safety hazard with with those arms. But hey, uh, I, I don't. I'm not looking to incriminate you here uh, by yeah. by any means. However, but, but, however, however <laughs> exactly. I need to ask: Has there ever been any accidents with the wave? I'm talking spilt drinks. I'm talking. Yes. Uh, yes. No. I. I. I... <laughs> Um, in, the, in the Bradley Center, in the Bradley Center during the playoffs, I knocked some guy's beer right on him. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was horrible. Um, and then, you know, I do not know how the, the, the TV guys got it. You know, the other, the other one from a couple of years ago, two years ago. This is uh, in Miami? Was in Miami. And that, that was one. Yeah, that was the only time they ever, yeah, the, the Bucks were making a run. I'm I'm getting energized, and this usher decides to walk into my arm. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, it was, the other usher that was in front of me just cracked up, and you know I, you know I, I, I'm a little bit of an extrovert, so I I, I will talk to just about anybody, and um, and so I, I talked to the usher and told him that you know the Bucks were going to win, and all you know talking trash and and. Uh, um, the other gosher was just coming down, and it was hilarious. And um, there, there are a couple of people who are a little worried that I might get uh, get a citation for that one. <laughs> yeah, no, that was the one I was specifically uh, thinking of. I didn't know whether there was uh, any other incidents, but yeah, uh, there were a couple um, <laughs> uh, at the Pfizer Forum because we're we're the the angle to have the same angle. We're not. We're off the aisle, and, and that was a significant. It still is a yeah. bit of an adjustment for us, um, uh, and so the the guys uh, we we share seats for, for years at the Bradley Center. My dad and, and one of his best friends 
uh, and, and law colleagues, uh, they shared the seats. And so his son and I actually do the same thing where uh, nine games a year, he's got four, nine games a year, I got four, and then we, we, we have the other two. Um, and so he's often there or, or somebody's with him. And a couple times I've kind of hit the person next to me. Um, my, my wife and daughters will um, need, I have learned to be a little careful. Yeah, yeah, that seems seems like a reasonable uh, move to make. Uh, I know you several times through this, you, you've mentioned the connection you have with the Bucks and the Bucks players. Uh, I know in recent days here there was a video with Wesley Matthews, Cam Reynolds, I think yeah. David Wilson as well for a video for the Children's Hospital. I mean, how is how has this relationship continued to build, and and what's the connection you have with, with this current group in terms of uh, the work you do as well? They're they're great. Um, I, I think that. Uh, for a long time, it was a Mac fund bucks relationship. And, and, um, over time it's become Mac fund and the children's hospital and so many other philanthropies through town. I think that, um, the entire community has been blessed by the philanthropy that the bucks community foundation does and, and what they do, you know, getting into the community. And so, um, Wesley, you know, you know I, 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 some of these guys have come in quietly over the years, and they're, that is so special. Um, I, I don't think I can – I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm telling too many secrets. Back in the day, Desmond Mason came in under, under the radar and played Xbox with a kid for like an hour um, and a, after they had done a Christmas visit. Um, and so this current group, um, uh, has done, it really has bonded with, um, with the hospital and seeing that video today was just awesome. So of course I did have to retweet it with the, with the, uh, Dr. Dave wave, uh, <laughs> um, just to, to show my support for those guys who are showing us support and showing our kids support. No, it has been awesome. And it's always fun to see, uh, those video videos and like i said you know particularly during this time but as you said i mean um because of the coronavirus it does not well, mean that other medical issues go away and and that's something also important to remember yeah and and if we think about it um and i don't know if you were in milwaukee at the time but there there was some concern whether we would be able to keep the bucks and yeah. um i was one of those folks that really was trying to be very public about the need for uh, you know major league teams, uh, whether it be the Brewers, um, whether it be the Bucks, uh, the Admirals, the Wave, and of course the State Packers, the citizenship that that these organizations bring to our community is incredible, and I couldn't imagine our community being as strong as it is without the bucks. And that was one of my selling points. Why? And, and, you know, her, yeah, still Senator Cole, I don't think gets enough credit for number one, investing in the Pfizer forum. And number two, selling the team to a group that was committed to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And, and so our community needs the NBA and needs a team to have the, um, the citizenship. And then, th- and that's how you see it. You see it, you know, the, the, the kids eyes just light up, just light up when, when these heroes come through. 
And so it, it's uh, one of the reasons we needed to keep the Bucks in Milwaukee. So before I, I wrap this up, I, I, I want to open the floor to you for any last thing you want to mention, whether it's work-wise, whether it's buck-wise, bucks-wise, before we, we finish this up. Because uh, I do yeah. feel like you've got endless stories, endless uh, <laughs> anecdotes to go back on. And, and this has been a lot of fun. I feel like I could talk to you for, for a lot longer. We, I, could, I could talk bucks and, and um, <laughs> uh, taking care of kids forever. Uh, I would just like to say thank you to uh, the community that has supported the MAC fund for over 40 years because it still goes back to that MAC fund bucks relationship. Um, Our goal is 100% quality of life survival for kids with cancer and blood disorders. And because of the initial investments made by the bucks and what our community has done and having McLaughlin and Paschi for years talk about the MAC fund, we have made huge strides. And so I, I always put the success of our pediatric cancer program locally and even some of the results that we have have gone worldwide. That is in no small part thanks to Bucks fans. And so, you know, as we, get, as we ride through this, uh, and we will ride through this, just remember all the good that comes from being a Bucks fan and how much fun we're going to have by having the best team in the NBA right here in our own backyard. Unless you're in Australia, which is a little <laughs> farther, but, but hopefully you'll come back and it'll be in your backyard again and you'll be riding the hop. I hope to. Yeah, exactly. I, we always like to mention the hop on this podcast and I, I have to be back in Milwaukee as soon as possible. Uh, one last thing I've taught, you know, about this story, it feels like a lot longer ago, a uh, lot longer ago now than what it actually was. I was, this was just before I came home. I was walking down prospect Avenue. I think I was going to whole foods or something like that. <laughs> I, was li- I was listening to a podcast and uh, this lady like yelled out my name and said, Hey, Kane. And, and it turned out to be your daughter, Rachel. And we, we spoke for a little bit. And I said at the end, I said, oh, yeah, I talked to, to Dave from time to time. And she said, I didn't tell you this part. She said, oh, you don't have to respond to him. Don't, don't even worry when he messages. Like, it, it's fine. You don't have to respond. And I said, Dave's, I said, Dave's a local legend. He's a celebrity. I have to reply. And she said, uh, never, ever tell him that or say that you said that. <laughs> so now I'm putting it on the record. I really appreciate you coming on and taking the time. Well, thank you. And uh, my, my wife and daughters, uh, I, they, they are able to keep me grounded very quickly. I so, can, thank I can, you, Kane. Thank you so much. I can certainly imagine that. Uh, yeah, again, thanks for coming on. For everyone else, remember, the podcast and the network are still rolling through. Chad Ford's big board, uh, we already mentioned the draft, is still very much live right now and, and preparations are taking place for that. So make sure you go back and listen to that one. He had Bill Simmons on the podcast earlier this week. But uh, for now, for Dave and myself, Kane Pittman, we'll speak to you guys tomorrow.